Good morning and welcome to the to the Word of Truth Outreach Podcast. And I'm here today to to thank you and to thank everyone for staying tuned and listening to our Resistance Sin series that Barbara has been doing because truly it is to our advantage and to the advantage of our loved ones for us to really know what's going on now and all the things that we need to do because the Bible tells us we need to redeem the time because the days of evil. So we need to really get in tune to all of this that we got to do in order to to get all of our loved ones saved, our friends, relatives, co-workers, because truly if there ever been a time to be tuned in to what's going on around us is now. And uh, we like to, you know, again, thank you for for tuning in to this series and, and to get uh, the word in its fullness. And I, and I truly appreciate Barbara for allowing the Lord to bless her with this particular message as he placed it on the heart to come out and do it. And uh, today I just wanted to recap over a few things. Didn't really want to get into it because the word was right all by itself. And I think she done a good outstanding job. So I'm not going to try to go over that, but I do want you to uh, just, you know, tune in and listen to them as much as you can in order to, uh, to be better for you, for, for your friends and relatives. Um, these episodes covered uh, from Rahab to Noah. Rahab started out being a piece of work, uh, a harlot, a whore, but she made a change to make life better for her family with uh, to make sure that they was okay. She made that change, even though that she was calling herself and doing what she thought she was big and better enough to do. She still made a change when it came down to helping someone else to get on track. And with Noah, it was all about being obedient. Uh, how many of us are still saying as long as you get yours or you make it, that's only what matters. It's it's not about that. It's not about uh, uh, you getting just yours. You got to make sure that, as I stated, all of those that are around you get yours. If you will stay tuned and watch these episodes, you will soon find it's not about you. Being the only one to survive, you will find out this if you stay tuned and listen to the episodes. But it's about you being the one to help bring change for loved ones and mankind in general. Most of us will do something for the Lord, but it's mostly what we think we should do and when we think we should do it and how we should do it. That's pretty much how we are. You know, we feel like that we are. can't trust the the almighty God to give us a, 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 a directive. We got to go in and try to fine tune some things he has told us to do when God is always right. He's always right in what he tells us to do. He's always going to be on time. So there's no reason why we should go in and try to, you know, uh, edit it, what God tells us to do, because truly when he tells us something, it's going to be right to start with Samuel had to address Saul about this very issue. Saul was told to destroy Amalek, the men, the women, the infants, the sucklings, the ox, the sheep, camels, and ass. But Saul decided he would spare what he wanted and not destroy everything as he was told. So there he go trying to go in and edit it. The plan of God, what God has directed him to do. And I do know for a fact that majority of us today really are not tuned in enough to hear God 
tell us exactly what we need to do. So we we, we got an, an idea of what we're supposed to do, but we're not really sure on what we should do. So um, in the meantime, we will edit it. Every plan that he gives us to carry out in order to bring mankind, you know, up to, up to speed. That's why, you know, as she's doing this series, she's telling us how we should sometimes walk away from being selfish, walking away from being self-righteous, walking away from just being ourselves and tune in to God and do it like he wanted. So more will be saved and that more will be delivered. So uh, um, as I stated, Samuel had to uh, address Saul in this issue because he wanted to change some things as he went on. First Samuel five of first Samuel 15 verses 16 to 22. And we're reading verse 16 says, then Samuel said unto Saul, stay. And I will tell thee what the Lord had said to me this night. And he said unto him, say on. Amen. Okay. I believe here, uh, the Lord was trying to tell, uh, uh, Samuel to, uh, don't even worry about it, just, just say it. And I think Saul was so uh, fascinated about doing what we're right in God, because I, I do believe he wanted to do what we're right. So he was telling me, okay, don't matter. Just say on. Just keep on telling me what I need to hear. Amen. You see, God is about bringing change and correction for those he wants to represent him. Amen. For his glory and for his honor. So he was saying to Samuel, don't sugarcoat what Saul needs to hear. Don't worry how it takes how he takes it. Just keep right on telling him. But as it is, the Lord said, we ain't focusing on the task we've been given and we get distracted from the whole task and end up not obeying the commandment to serve. So every now and then he he was send someone into us and remind us that hey, you you're not really doing this the way the Lord will have us have you to do it. So he sent me to tell you this and that. But I would say, let it be God led. Don't go tell somebody something out of yourself that you think they need to do. Let let you hear from God so that they can hear from God because you can't give them your opinion or what you think they should be doing or your direction on what you think they should be doing. Hear God and, and let those that hear you be blessed and recover. Amen. Doing is good, but it has has to be exactly what he orders you to do. So like sometimes I I guess just like like Saul was, sometimes we feel like, okay, I don't know if I can handle this what God is telling me to do. I don't know if if I'm able to do what he's telling me to do. Because some things that he leads us to do looks impossible. But you got to remember in the word it says, with God, all things are possible to him that believe. So it don't matter what the eyesight see. We got to see beyond what these see and just know that God is there to bring you through any situation that he bring you up to. If he bring you to it, then he'll bring you through it. So these are the things you got to keep in mind when you are going out to serve. Amen. So so, so uh, verse 17 said, and Samuel said, when thou was little in thy own sight, was thou not made the head of the tribe of Israel? And the Lord anointed thee king and over Israel. And the Lord sent thee on a journey and said, go and utterly destroy the sinners. 
the Amalekites and fight against them until they be consumed. Amen. Therefore, then thou didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord, but didst fly upon the spoil, and this evil in the and this is evil in the sight of the Lord. Verse twenty says, and Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and have gone the way which the Lord sent me. See, that's how it is sometimes. Even when we start a thing that we know God has told us to do, and we get deterred and go another direction, we still want to, you know, be bold enough to say, yes, I did what the Lord told me to do. But you altered the plan, as I stated earlier. You edited what God has called you to do or asked you to do. So it doesn't matter how you end a thing. But you got to start it and end it the way God told you to start it and end it. Not starting it God's way, then end up doing it your way. That's not how he intended for this to be. And he said, and I have brought Agar the king, uh, Amalek, uh, Amalek, and how utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took of the spoil, sheep and oxen, and the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgad. And Samuel said, Had the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? See, he asked Samuel that question. Do God actually care more about the sacrifices than he do about what he's telling you to do? Come on here. So he said, you see, just like some today, listen to this, Saul thought sacrificing would be just as good as obeying and not doing it how he was commanded. The first time, come on here, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fats of rams. So he's saying, you know, you got to understand who I am. I'm telling you to do something. You got to understand that who I am. So is it better for you to just, you know, stop what I told you and then go get the rams and the sheep and the goats and, and try to sacrifice them towards me when I ask you to do something? He said, obedience is better than sacrifice. So I don't need some of y'all to get this today because you're, you're, you're second guess what you need to be doing. And sometimes you, you held up in what you should be doing because you're not really uh, tuned in to what God has told you to do. Know what he has told you to do and go forth and do it. No matter how large it is or how small it is, you do what he said and not what uh, uh, the pastor said or the deacon board or whoever, not even down to yourself. But as I stated, do as God has told you to do and everything will be okay. Amen. So it's, it's uh, uh, again, you know, we can't afford to not hear God when he's commanding us to do that. And we and that's just how some of us is, just like Saul was. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken in the fat of rams. All disobedience is sin. Amen. So verse 23 says, now listen at this. Listen at this. How God see rebellion, how he see disobedience. This is how he pitches it when we perform a disobedient act. 
uh, by not doing what he has to do. He said, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Oh, my God. Then this is him. This is how he see it. He said, is, is rebellious as the sin of witchcraft and your stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Oh, my. Mm. So uh, failing to do what God fully called you to do. He's seen it as an evil task. All disobedience is sin. And the wages of sin is death. Come on here. So he's, he doesn't really see your efforts that outside of what he told you to do that important. Do only what he asked you to do. We used to have this saying, only what we do for Christ will last. That's true. You know, he says, because thou has rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. So how much has God actually promised some of you or uh, have said that some of you would do and have let you know that this is something he wants you to do? But because of your rebelliousness, your non-ability to follow a directive, not being able to do what he asks you to do, not obeying what he tells you to do, how now lost that particular place that he had for you because of your disobedience. Take this, take this any way you want to. But if he took away Saul's kingship, what is he taking away from you? Amen. How many of us worry? Worry? Uh, now listen at this. Now this. This is. This is just. This is just plain crazy right here. Mm. Listen at this. Listen at this. Saul had to try to explain it, but you know, somehow I know he know he wasn't right. He said, and Saul said unto Samuel, I have sinned, but I have transgressed the commandments of the Lord and thy words, because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Oh my God! So he cited to fear the people and change or edit it God directive instead of carrying out what God said because he feared uh, the voice of the people. How many of you worry more about people and how they would feel and how they would think if we tell them the whole truth about themselves? If God directs us to tell someone something, no matter who they are, you have to obey God. Listen at that. Saul was a king to be, but he wasn't too important that he couldn't be corrected. Amen. Keep this in mind. He was chosen to head God's chosen. So he didn't need to be uh, led of himself. He didn't need to obey just himself. He needed to obey God. That's why God told Samuel to say on. Now, verse 25 said, Now, therefore, I pray thee, pardon my sins and turn again with me, that I may worship the Lord. And Samuel said unto Saul, I will not return with thee, for thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected thee from being king over Israel. So what makes you think when you 
falter on something God has directed you to do that he just going to have a change of heart because you say, well, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm ready to do it. Uh, help me get back to that place that I can do it again. What makes you think that he, he wants someone like you now, someone that couldn't trust what he tell you to do the first time? God wants someone reliable. He wants someone he give a directive that that directive is going to be carried out without second thought, not even going to worry about who you got to say it to and what you got to say to them because, uh, again, uh, you have to obey God. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. So, so, so Samuel let him know, hey, I'm not going to be with you because you rejected the word of the Lord and the Lord rejected you. And as Samuel turned about to go away, he laid hold upon the, the skirt of his mantle and he, it rent. And Samuel said unto him, the Lord has rent the kingdom of Israel from this, this day from thee this day, and has given it to a neighbor of thine that is better than thou. Amen. So God always got a ram in the bush. When you can't obey God to do something that he is leading you to do, he has a ram in the bush. He has someone that would take your place, someone that would get the glory that you should have got. So because you got to keep in mind, the plan of God has to go forth. What God has sent you to do, it means something. It has a lot to do with the change in the correction of mankind. So God is saying all that I require to be saved is going to require you to do what I asked you to do. Come on here, somebody. So stop delaying what God asked you to do. Okay. Verse 29 said, and also the strength of Israel will not lie nor repent. For he is not a man that he should repent. Oh, oh, come on here. Sounds, sounds good to me. Then he said, I have sinned, yet honor me now. I pray thee before the elders of my people and before Israel and turn again with me that I may worship the Lord thy God. So Samuel turned again after Saul and Saul worshiped the Lord. Amen. We never know when God allowed to give us a second chance or something that, that he has called us out to do. You know, the Bible tells us to redeem the time for the days of evil. We, I, we, we, we quoted that. And it's so. So we cannot afford to to nig on what we've been asked to do or lay back on what we've been asked to do. We got to get in a hurry. Amen. So it comes up to, to as, as, as I finish this off, this comes up with a question today. And it's a very important question. This is important in the resisting of the sin series that you know why. You have to do something. Why God has called you to do a certain work in this. So the question that I'm asking in this, and I'll be out of your way. Why stand to resist sin or sin of uh, disobedience? Why stand? When you have been highly anointed to bring change for mankind the enemy will launch a full-scale attack on you to stop your progress or change and growth. Jesus knew how important Peter was, and he had to be that he had to be for the ministry. All during Jesus' walk, he had a firm warning word to Peter. Peter had zeal to serve, but didn't know what he was up against. And then this with Luke 22, 31, 34. 31 said, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, 
And this is the reason. As I stated, and I'm going to read this again because it is good. When you have been highly anointed to bring change, the enemy will launch a full-scale attack. And that's what he was doing with Peter because he knew the favor that Jesus had upon Peter and the same favor he has upon you. Verse 31 said, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan desire to have you that he may sift you mm, as wheat. But I have prayed for you that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. You see what I'm saying here? The resisting the sin, strengthen yourself so that you can strengthen your brothering, strengthen your family, strengthen your coworkers, strengthen all of those that, that, that is not where you are. So, but Satan desired to see you as weak because he knew you are potential to bring the change. Amen. So when you are strengthened or when you are converted, strengthen your brother. And he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee, but both into a prison and to death. And that's what we say sometimes until we get faced with something that we can't handle. Then <laughs> it, the real us show. Be careful what you say because you might have to prove it. Amen. So he said, I'll be ready to go with you both in prison and to death. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the crow shall not crow this day before thou shalt twice deny, thrice deny that thou knowest me. Now, see, when the enemy knows that you have potential and you've been anointed, he will set traps all day long to keep you from doing the things that will save or bring mankind up to speed. And that's why this series is important. So I want you to tune in each time we post one and see where it is taking us to so that we can be better people, that we can save, help save mankind. Listen at this, and, and I'm closing. No matter how saved you are, the enemy wants you and your family and God to look bad. Amen. I am your host today, Kent Lee, and thank you for tuning in to another WOT Outreach Podcast, Word of Truth Outreach Podcast. And as I stated, continue to tune in for the remainder of the Resisting Sin series with Barbara and I. And I'm sure there will be something said or done that will bless you along your way. So thank you again, and we hope you have a blessed Sunday. We bid you Godspeed. Again, your host, Kent Lee. And we out. Be blessed.